0: This episode of Nerd Parents is brought to you today by Chore Monster. Chore Monster is a web and mobile app that makes chores fun for kids. Sign up for your free account at choremonster.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Nerd Parents. I'm just dancing to the music, you know? Woo! This is episode 18! This is a podcast.
1: I'm sorry. It <laughs> always
2: gets me pumped up. To go. Ooh, Let's parent right. some kids. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, this- I feel like
2: we need some glow sticks. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is a podcast where we come together every week in a positive space with a group of friends and parents to discuss parenting in a nerdy world. Uh, just a friendly reminder every kid's different, and so are we. We are very different. Yeah, you know it. Uh, So please do your own research and find out what's right for your families. Uh, I'm your host, Nicole Spagnolo, And I myself have a two year old little boy named Mateo. And as always, we have a awesome, awesome group of people that join us every week. And we have a regular show today. We have both Carrie and Eric joining me today. Hey, guys. Hey, Uh, hello. Um, Carrie let's start with you Carrie if people are not familiar with you even though I have to I think the world is familiar with the world.
2: The world is experienced, Cleo. Let's be honest. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. What do you guys need to know about me? My name is Carrie. You guys might know me in the Frog Pants Network as Cleo. Uh, I am a mom. I live in Missouri, and I have three children. My daughter Sarah is fourteen. My daughter Eden is twelve, and my son Colin is four. And we'll be lucky to make it to five.
0: Oh no! Yeah, it's one of those days. Gosh. (laughs) And then Eric, how about yourself?
1: Uh, hi, uh, my name's Eric. I, uh, I do a podcast named Mr. Mom. I'm a stay at home dad, and I do a Mr. Mom Daily mm-hmm. that podcast. I have a, a seven year old daughter named Colette and a one year old named Thaddeus.
0: Oh, so everybody's so cute! But oh my yeah. gosh, we it sounds like uh, Carrie. You're having a similar time than me uh, as me because Mateo this morning woke up and just. He was a terror, like, for no reason. I can't figure out. I'm like, is something hurting? Is something wrong? No, he just wants to cry, and I don't know why, and I'm just...
2: Oh, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Must I mean, i very, very lucky that Colin has never been a kid who has been a tantrumy kid. And he's almost five. So, you know, I figure I got lucky on that boat um, with both of my kids. My girls were great and never had any of those issues. He has just become completely unglued over the last mm. three days. It's leave me alone oh, as he yes. yells this at me as he follows me from room to room so <laughs> it's,
0: oh, it's the passive aggressive yeah. leave me
2: alone like I don't really want you to leave me alone but I want to yell at you for no reason
0: I have I have to record Matteo because he goes go away mommy go away okay. <laughs> I'm like little boy do not tell yes. me to go away I have heard the I do not want to talk to you I have heard that
2: <laughs> most of the day I have heard I need you to be quiet which, oh, no. Does not fly in this house. I'm like, have you met me? Are you new? No, that's not how that game works. Um, and unfortunately, I think, you know, as a mom who's not used to kids who tantrum, I very much get caught up in the I will win. Yeah. I will make another one that looks just like you. Don't even think I won't. Like, you know, but um, yeah, he's a little tantrumy this week. I think he's just, you know, honestly, it's just an exertion of independence and mm-hmm. wanting to feel like he's in control of something. Yeah. And And that's hard, but he'll get through it.
0: Oh. or or, or he'll die trying, one of the two. How's Colette doing, Eric? Uh,
1: she's been kind of fussy this or uh, moody, I guess. I don't know, this week. I'm, maybe it's a full moon. I don't know. The planets yeah, are right. aligned in a funny way.
0: <laughs> Something's uh, going on. I don't yes. Know. They're upset that there's only three more episodes of Game of Thrones. I don't know. That's right. I am,
1: yeah, I understand.
0: <laughs> the astrological
2: <laughs> sign for kitty bitching is up in the sky. I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh Last week, I missed a show, and I was really bummed about it because I I purposely, you know, record shows early just so I could have a buffer in case, like, sickness happens. But I just got hit with, a like, one, two, three punch, and I didn't have any shows to release. And I got strep out of the blue. So my big down is strep throat for a <sighs> week. on a, It was on a Sunday. Of course, Mother's Day. Why not? You know, here you go, Mom. Happy Mother's Day. Here's strep throat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The gift that keeps on giving.
0: For, yeah, yeah, for a few days. Um, And it was out of nowhere. I was on, I had dinner. We had dinner, and I sat down on the couch and I go, I don't really feel so good. And it was in my throat. And I'm not kidding you. Within a couple hours, I had full fledged strep throat. And I knew I had strep throat because I've Mm. had it before. Um, And yeah. I don't remember it being this bad, but I was for two days, um, I had the hot, cold sweats where oh, you're just, oh, I hate it. I, I was just worst. like, it was, you don't, even when you're like, oh, okay, you know, I might get some, I mean, cause secretly I'm like, I kind of like it when I get sick cause I can sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be truthful here. Hamper me. I know. Right. I am like, oh, I just got to sleep. Um, but yeah, it was not. It was not fun. I hated it. It was horrible. So I pretty much did, canceled all my podcasts last week and uh and really kind of got well. So that's, that's why we're case. here.
1: Your health is important. Yeah. We understand.
0: Are you guys? I mean, have you had sickness? And it seems like I, there's nothing worse than being sick during the summertime.
2: Oh, oh I hate a summer. Cold. I hate
0: a summer. I hate being sick in the summertime.
1: I mean, we I was, got a we oh, sorry. I was just no, we got a like a little cold going through the house, but it's nothing major. It's just like a slight irritation at the moment, thankfully, but yeah. So, yeah. But that's it really.
0: What are you going to say, Carrie?
2: We're um, kind of swimming in the allergies thing
3: oh, because
2: I'm in the middle of the country. So all the things bloom at once yeah, and all the animals yeah. shed their fur and it's just, oh. So like I wanted to nose free to myself at one point last week. I was like, <laughs> get this garbage out of my oh, head. No. And I try really, really hard not to get sick, but mm-hmm. only because, not only because I don't want to pass it around to the kids, but because it's just I don't have time for that. I ain't nobody got time for that you know, illness thing. I just don't.
0: It's funny nope. that mm-hmm. you say that because... My mother-in-law, so I've been, we've been going through some, some kind of sleep regression with Mateo previously, and I was determined to fix it. So I changed up a few things and it seemed to be helping. But on the, on my side though, I've really lost a lot of sleep. And I'm the type of person, if I don't get enough sleep, my body just gets worn down Mm -hmm. and I'm just really susceptible to sickness, which, by the way, I was the only one in the entire family that got strep throat.
1: That was about to ask, like, how's the fam?
0: Everyone was fine. And here's what's crazy about it. The day before we went to, a, a like, a train park or whatever, and I had a, a soda that I was drinking. And my and I was done with it. And my father was like, don't throw that away. I'll drink it. So he's, like, drinking on my straw. And he didn't even get strep throat.
3: Oh, <laughs>
2: I'm like, wait. That
0: just seems unfair. What? So...
2: Somebody else deserves to get that.
0: That's not fair. <laughs> it doesn't seem right. But um I'm I'm curious uh Carrie do your kids have seasonal allergies? And if so how did they how did you know or they did you take them to the doctor because I think that's what I'm dea- I'm dealing with Mateo, right now. I think he might have se- seasonal allergies.
2: Well, my husband is kind of always been somebody who has very bad asthma and has always had allergies so we expected it kind of to pop up in the kids and sarah's always had it she's got asthma she's got a couple of other things she's actually fared quite well this year and usually she gets sick almost every easter we Hmm. expect her to be down for the count and she wasn't this year And I thought, well, that's weird. And then we went through, we're kind of going through a strange thing in the Midwest. By I'd say the end of March, it's usually quite warm out here and it has been pretty darn cold. It's been getting down into the 40s. It's only been in the high 60s during the day. So it's been unusually cool out here. So I think we're getting this late spring blast of pollen and everybody's kind of wanting to be outside. So I think we're getting hit with it harder because we're more exposed to it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah. And with the kids getting near the end of school and everybody wanting to be outside the minute it gets warm, you know, I think it's a little bit rougher. I think that with my kids in particular, it's a lot of uh, rubbing their eyes and a lot of just con- little nasal congestion that doesn't involve a lot of sneezing. It's just, ugh. I feel mm. like ugh. I feel mm. like there's something stuck up there that I can't get rid of. But I don't have a fever and I don't feel gross. Right. I just right, feel kind of weird. Yeah.
3: So yeah. And I, I just
2: I you know we do a little. I do a little diluted Benadryl with each of the kids. And yes, yeah, dilute I mean, your pharmaceuticals, people. Don't listen to me. <laughs> um, but we just give them a little bit of that to kind of get them through, and they seem to be fine. But I think once they realize, and saline is your friend. Yes. Saline all over the place. Um, to keep things from getting dried out is also a big thing, So do you too, so.
0: use the nose-free dusty? See, I, that just is too gross to me. No, uh, no, I haven't. But I was at the point with myself
2: where I was willing to go buy one just for myself. You,
0: well, you should get the uh, – You were, we were talking about it on the last episode. Um, I think it was uh, Kate who had sent in a recommendation for – it was a Graco nose aspirator, and it's electronic. And I bought Ooh. it, and it works awesome. Oh my gosh, yeah. it's awesome. But you well, said Eden you have, one. A, you have one for right? has a Eden, suction right? machine. Yeah, 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 we have
2: like a full hospital-grade suction machine. Oh, and I went to go use it on her the other day, and somebody, I don't know who because it looks like it might have been a little person seems to have stepped on it and broken it.
0: Oh no. Oh. Yeah. And, but
2: they very conveniently put it back where they found it. So nobody would, you wouldn't know until you went to go use it. Mm-hmm. So I did a lot of swearing in many different languages and called the <laughs> replacement company and said, can you get us another one? They said, mm-hmm. it might take a few weeks. I said, whatever, get it to me as fast as you can. So when she gets congested, cause she can't cough and mm-hmm. she can't really get anything out. And she certainly can't blow her nose. I am running around trying to just anything I can do to get congestion yeah. out of her. Cause once yeah. she goes down, she goes down hard. So I think that probably didn't help that. She's sneezing all over everybody and doesn't know enough to cover her mouth. Right, and right, right. We're all trying to, you know, just it all kind of snowballs at that point. But, um, I think, you know, for the most part, just, we keep changing the filters in the house and keeping the windows closed when there's a nice yellow coating on everything outside <laughs> with all the pollen everywhere. But seasonal allergies. Yeah. I mean, and we've all got, uh, like contact allergies to pets.
3: So we are
2: very careful with that. We have horses. We have a ranch that backs up to my house, and the horses get out and their. Do horses have fur or hair? I don't know what they have, have but all their stuff starts flying around, and so we have to be careful of that around this time of year. Furry horse. (laughs) I don't know what the hell they have. They have hair. All their stuff. Yeah,
0: they have hair. It's hair, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hair.
1: (laughs) Although now I want a furry horse.
0: (laughs) I'm sure there might be a furry horse out there somewhere. Like a like a My Little Pony. Yeah,
2: yeah. If I said that there were furries running around in the backyard, you would. Yeah, bigger. That's a whole different show. We're not prepared for that.
0: Yeah, I'm going to take Mateo in Friday to the pediatrician um, to just get an evaluation because I think he Mm -hmm. does. I mean, he's had a, a stuffed up nose for two and a like two months now with no fever. So, but he finally cut a molar. Yay. Oh, oh my god, nice. it, it finally in the back. I saw, I'm like, i like, I literally like celebrated. <laughs> like, I was dancing and like, oh, buddy, yay! We have been working on those molars for a while now, and I'm just so happy one of them finally broke through. So, um, I reward so, him with some beef so, jerky,
2: use that <laughs> thing,
0: right? Give him a whole big thing of proteins <laughs> and let him chew his way, yeah. Um. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Carrie, how about you? You got some ups and downs for me?
2: Um, I would say my down was probably that Colin has discovered yeah. the tantrum and the power of it. Um, I would say that my up is that my, not for her, but for me, my 14-year-old got braces. So she she's pretty good good natured about it. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm looking forward to changing the different colored bands all the time. And she likes all the little tools that come along with it. Um, And it's kind of a neat little sign of, I remember being her age and getting braces and that transition that happens kind of into being a young woman. It was kind of cool. Um, So she did that and she went to her first semi-formal, which was awesome. The picture you posted of her, she's beautiful thank you, you. So- she really had a great time and her attitude was fantastic she was like i am not going with the boy that's stupid i'm going with a bunch of my girlfriends and um she was a little concerned she was overdressed and she got there and these girls had on some long dresses and high heels she's <gasps> like i am not wearing high heels hell no so she wore actually her. black glitter kids and oh, she looked awesome, awesome. She's oh, like, I was the only person who could dance all night long. And there wasn't like, a pile of shoes in the corner. So she had a great time. Sarah knows and, where uh, it's at. <laughs> it was just, it was really cool. It was cool. She's a very cool kid in her own right. She's really independent and really kind of figured out who she is and who she wants to be. Which at 14, I was nowhere near that. Hell, I'm 43 yeah. and sometimes I wonder if I'm doing it right. So she's she's just a really cool kid. And I'm really excited for her that Aww. she got to have that experience. So
0: Well, I saw the picture. I'm like... She just grew up. like I weird, know, right? Like, <laughs> boom. And I'm like,
2: what? Wait. She, I, <laughs> she was really little and young, and then all of a sudden it's like, lady. Yeah. What?
0: Aww. Yeah. I'm dreading
2: that day. I know it's going <laughs> to yeah, come Colette, soon.
0: Colette's <laughs> right around the corner. She's I nine, know. right?
1: She's going to be eight this year. Oh, I thought she was
0: nine. Why did I think she was nine? Ah, oh.
1: nice, sir. You're close enough. <laughs> but she's anytime. Be- I'm just going to, I mean, I'm going to turn around, not paying attention, and suddenly like, oh my gosh, you're grown.
0: Yeah.
2: What's going on? And that's exactly how it happens too. her dad felt like that. When he saw the dress that she picked out, he wasn't with us when we bought it. And she said, dad, do I look nice? And he was playing a video game. He looked up and I just saw the look at his face. Like, Oh God, (laughs) what happened? Oh, hell no. Where are the straps? And you need pants on. And can I bring you a sweater? Like he just exactly. Yeah. But I think it's good. They are. She and her dad are really, really close. And, um, he was just like, "Do you want me to take you?" And she's like, "No, it's cool. Mom can take me. Whatever." And he was kind of, "Oh." And I'm like, "Maybe your dad wants to take you." And she was like, "Oh, we don't need any feels. I'm going to a dance, Dad. I'll be back in three hours." So <laughs> there, it's a very, it was a very cool thing to see them kind of gliding through that mm-hmm. transition as, as well as they could. So that was, I'd say, that was my own. Seeing my little one grow up is
0: pretty cool. That is cool. That's awesome. Uh, how about you, Eric? Uh, my
1: up this week was Thaddeus uh has turned one. He Yay! just turned one earlier this month. So Did I had
0: a have any themed birthday party for him or anything? Well,
1: uh we, we kind we were we were thinking about it and trying to figure out what we wanted to do and we kinda came to the conclusion that when the kid is one, the birthday party has really not it's, it's not the, really for them. They don't even the know family. what's going on. Yeah,
0: it's for the family.
1: It's really for us, so yeah. We we just invited some family over to hang out and have some food. And there was cake, uh, but we didn't do much. We didn't do any theming or anything. Uh, but we did um, give the boy his, his little piece of cake, like you do, and yeah. say, just go nuts. And I was very pleased that he very much did. He just went crazy on that cake and stuffed it all over his Aww. face and on his head. Because our daughter, Colette, she... Wanted no part of that. When she was one, we Mate- gave her the cake. Matea
0: was the same way.
1: Yeah, she's just like, mm, no, no, uh-huh. I don't, no, please, no. And we even tried to feed her some. She was like, uh-uh,
0: no. Nope, no nope. That's but, how Mateo was. I thought there was something wrong. I'm like, uh, buddy, what's? Just,
2: <laughs> it's nice no, right to eat cake like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Put
3: it
2: in the food hole at any cost. Just get it in there.
0: <laughs> oh, that's funny.
1: Yeah, that was how he did So that was fun to watch him do that. And we got all the all the wonderful pictures we can, you know, <laughs> Uh, embarrass him with when he's older. So that was good, and that was fun. And he also had a checkup with the doctor the other day, um, his one-year checkup, and he's looking good. Everything seems to be just fine. So that's my up. Uh, But my down, I don't really have a big down. It's just a bunch of tiny little things that gather up. Like uh, the boy had a, a little yeast infection on his butt, so I took him to the doctor and got some special medicated goo from (laughs) to pharmacy to go, but he's doing better. And my wife was out of town for a little while and that was exhausting. Just a bunch bunch of dumb little things.
0: You know, this is funny because when I, when I had strep, I was doing a whole bunch of internet research, which honestly you shouldn't be doing, but I, I got sucked into it and I found out something about strep that I had no idea uh, babies can get strep on their butt. But Yes, in their butthole. Uh! I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what? Strep on in the butthole. So Ooh. there you go. Well, you or, said uh, yeast infection. So yeah, he made me think own, about it. <laughs> it's, you
1: know, damp and dark, and that's kind of the thing that can happen. Yeah. My doctor said, you know, he was... Because he had been sleeping through the night more, mm. he had been having more contact for a longer time oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, throughout the night with wet diaper junk. So that's she said that's probably it. But I had never heard of the whole butt strap Me neither, but, but
0: my internet research took me down a weird rabbit hole.
1: <laughs> my goodness.
0: That's <laughs> so, terrifying. I know, isn't it? It's horrible.
1: Wait, it did say just babies, right?
0: Yeah, yeah no, no, no. But, Not, okay. but I, I didn't. See adults. It was a, it was a baby's forum. <laughs> the next time you
2: go back to the doctor, Nicole, you have to be like, "Look, I have something else for you to check. <laughs> I'm a little concerned. There's carryover infection. So just check me out." And be like, "No, oh, ma'am, you're terrible, fine."
0: Terrible. <laughs> um. Oh, what was I going to say? I don't know. I'm so out of it. Still completely. And there's n- not enough coffee in the world at this point <laughs> to, to snap me out of it. Um. Who put this in the show notes? Because oh, I swear I this is a joke. This has to be a joke. So we ha- we we sometimes come across some of the most ridiculous things out there for, you know, when you have a child, you pretty much buy anything <laughs> out there. There's a market for just about everything. And I can't, I guess there's a market for this. It, it, yeah, it's called Baby Bangs. <laughs>
3: And it,
2: I think Renee and JJ need this. Two of
0: them. And it's 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 a wig. It's a wig for babies. That's it's what. My like,
2: oh lord! You know this those little is one, a, this elastic is elastic straps
1: around the forehead. <laughs> yes, those little decorative. It's like yeah. that with some hair on the front.
0: I they did it's like a reverse mullet for an infant. <laughs> so Saturday Night Live did a skit on baby. It was called Baby Toupee. <laughs> 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 so they did a skit on this, and somebody actually made it. So that's what this is. It's baby Toupee. I don't get it. um, I'm looking at
2: it and I'm like, okay, but like I don't ever have a crisis about my kid not having bangs.
0: (laughs) I mean, I guess if you're, I guess if you're, like sensitive about, oh, what a cute little boy. No, it's a, it's a girl kind of thing. Oh yeah,
1: I guess. Well, yeah. What? I I almost want to get one for my son. Just. Oh,
0: sorry. It was. It was the. was the audio for baby toupee L- here let me play a little clip of it okay. first month of a
4: child's life for a special time as your baby acquires the skills of social interaction impressions are made that will last a lifetime Unfortunately, this baby and millions of other male babies just like him spend months suffering through the shame and disgrace associated with male infantile baldness. <laughs> it's a scientific fact that males lag developmentally behind females. Add male infantile baldness and that means low self-esteem, decreased confidence, and even lowered social status. Oh God. Is that what you want for your child? That's why our scientists at Nelson Pediatrics develop these. Baby toupees. Thanks to our patented technology and the cooperation of the Chinese government, we can now take an adult sized toupee and adapt it to fit your baby's
2: head. <laughs> so that, that's what
0: I was thinking of when I saw this baby bang. So, oh,
2: that's hilarious. I love this. There's a link that says what people are saying, and you click it and nothing happens because I think what people are saying is, what the hell is this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> how much are they? I have to see how much they you are. You should oh, see yeah. the
2: FAQ. It's fantastic. That's fantastic. How do I clean them? What are the linings made out of? 30 bucks. 30 bucks. 30 bucks, ladies oh and gentlemen. There's also a thing out there on the market. It's got nothing to do with babies, but I would put one on a baby just for giggles. It's called a mullet to go. And it's a headband <laughs> with a mullet hanging off the back of it. It's hilarious. My husband used to wear one to a party we went to. We knew the guy he used to make them. And I'm like, this is a mullet to go for babies. It's is crazy. <laughs>
1: If I if I and next time someone I know is starting to have is having a kid soon, I'm definitely buying one of these for like a joke present when when and it's going to be great.
2: Can I suggest a new style for baby bangs? There are really people would do that. You know, I like what you've got to offer me, but I think I need this. Oh, really? Funny. Oh Oh my god!
0: Is she a boy? (laughs) How will I know which
2: hair strand color to choose? What, are we going to Lady Gaga the children? Oh, my God. I'd like something in a green. Do
0: you have something in mint? Oh, my Lord. Matching Kermit the Frog jumper. Oh, my God.
2: Can I use a curling iron to curl baby bags? By all means, bring the hot ceramic
0: appliance near your unstable toddler. Oh,
1: my, gosh. Oh my God. I,
0: I would hope that it would be while the kid's not wearing it, though.
1: I You would hope? Yeah. You I don't hope. know. They're bu- they're yeah. buying baby bangs, so I don't know. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> what if they're out of the right style? What are you gonna do? <laughs> oh my goodness! So so Thaddeus turned one, and yeah. I, I know what I was gonna say. I was gonna say I have. I always say I'm not going to do like a theme party, but I always. So we've had two. <laughs> I've done theme parties for both of them. The first one was Elmo, and then this past year was uh, Yo Gabba Gabba. Like oh, I, that's awesome. And I always do it at the last minute. So I'm just. I'm like. I I, I think I feel like if i just wait to last minute then it's just kind of an impromptu thing and i don't i don't stress about it as much because i just do it right right so, right and i had mark dress up cuz mateo's birthday is around halloween so i was able to find a dj lance <laughs> costume oh, that's awesome to, to make, uh, I, yeah, I made him dress up. I made Mark dress up as DJ Lance.
1: Well, I think the whole theme birthday party for kids is a great. I mean, it's fun. We did. A, we've done a few for Colette. We did a Minecraft one because she oh, loves fun. Minecraft. We did a uh, what was the other one? Oh, Tangled because Tangled had just come mm-hmm. out and she was into it. So I mean, that's awesome. I, I want to see pictures of a uh, DJ Mark Lance.
0: <laughs> I'll I'll post it in this episode. In fact, I'll <laughs> awesome. make it. I'll make it the. Uh, I'll make it the uh, thumbnail for the episode.
1: Sweet. <laughs> uh,
0: so, speaking of parties, have you ever um, ordered a bouncy house for your parties?
1: No, but I want to. I mean, for a party, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: just for, uh, we have not a, just for fun. We, uh, I would <laughs> like to have one just for fun.
2: We've had them, those and dunk tanks, but for adult birthday parties
0: because they <sighs> they make them now. It's not just the bouncy house; it's a obstacle course. So, in our community, we had like community day and they had probably i don't know seven or eight bouncy houses and one of them was this obstacle course and mateo wanted to get in there and they're big kids and i was like oh he's not going to be able to do this and this is a a point in how uh, we as our as parents can hold our kids back so we were like okay just let him go in and if he doesn't make it because there was like a little ramp that he had to go up and climb up and then then you slide down, and then there's like all these noodles that you had to get. And there's big kids in this thing too. So they're all going through this, and he just wanted to go. So I was like, well, let him go, see what happens. And he did it. He did it, and then proceeded to do it 20 more times.
3: <laughs> oh,
0: and wow. he just was running around and up and up. And then every once in a while, a, a, a bigger kid would help him through as he got tired. <laughs> So she, the little girl, was helping him. It was the most adorable thing. But what, what kind of caught my? If you haven't heard about this, there was a bouncy house that blew away with three kids inside.
2: What? Oh my goodness!
0: Yes, yeah, so, I think I saw this on. Was it on? Did you put this in the tadpole? Um, I don't know. It happened I on think May. I saw a picture of it. it, it yeah, it happened on May thirteenth. I have it in the show notes, and you, there's a picture of the bouncy house. Um, that f- it just flew away. Ah. Yes. That has kids in it it had kids well I don't think it has kids in it that high oh, one God. one of the kids fell out early on and um the other two kids I think fell out higher up and were they were injured um one kid minor injuries the other two had more major injuries but oh, it awesome. just was so windy apparently and it was one of those where it literally is just a bouncy house. Versus the obstacle course one. Mm-hmm. So that kind of freaked me out, right? <laughs> and it, it was the Little Tykes brand, uh, 10 by 10 staked to the ground. But it was so windy that it just kind of flew away. Oh,
1: that's scary. Oh. Our poor kids.
0: Put this in the classification of uh, another thing to freak us out <laughs> as yeah. parents.
1: If it's windy, don't let your kids in the bouncy
0: house. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I don't think it was up... That high? Let's see. Was it say? Um, uh, blah, blah 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 Three kids were inside, but fell out when the unstable structure was about fifteen feet up in the air. Fifteen man, feet? They fell fifteen feet. I mean, that's that's crazy. So yeah, watch out for those bouncy houses, kids.
1: <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I'm not deterred. I still want to play. I, I know
0: the they're house. still awesome. But um were there anything? Was it? Was there anything as a kid that you were afraid of? Like for whatever reason, uh, growing, growing up in the 80s, you had um, the uh, th- the threat of a bomb dropping. And I remember watching a movie. There was a movie that came out that was like, for whatever reason, I just remember one part of, there were two parts of the movie that I remember very vividly. And this was on, like, network television that they put it on. That uh, all the grocery stores were completely empty. <laughs> like, everybody had bought all the food. And People were trying to get out of a, some city and so there was like a backup of traffic and that's what I remember. People trying, you know, frantically scrambling. So I had this fear of just like uh, the bomb going off uh. as a kid because of these, you know, because of that time we were preparing for a nuclear war. So I oh,
2: remember that. I remember that, that, yeah, I remember that right? being like my world is gonna turn into red yeah, dawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Th- yes. Yes. <laughs> red Dawn. Like that was be in the
2: mountains with Charlie Sheen and <laughs>
0: Patrick Swayze, just Wolverines. Yeah, that was gonna be us. That yes. And I I lived in the country, so we lived in the woods. And so I would like create like little survival packs th- throughout the wood. Like yeah. Oh my gosh.
1: That's awesome. You had the yeah. like little survival yeah. kits.
0: Yeah. It's the Bear
2: grills <laughs> of Missouri. Check her out.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, I I wonder with the and and that was just a limited exposure to like, what was there four network. There was only three. There was the top three. There was NBC, ABC, and CBS. Those were the networks, and that's really where you got your television. Now today with the internet, I can't even imagine what. Oh, this is the stuff that just f- keeps me up at night.
2: Like uh, you're, they
1: click the wrong thing, and then yeah, suddenly they're traumatized. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Either yeah. yeah, yeah, that, that I mean.
2: or somebody gets a hold of one of their personal pictures, and it becomes a a meme or something. And oh, oh my yeah. god, oh, yeah, who yeah, needs yeah. that? My selfie went viral. Oh god, you know, not in a good way.
0: Right, and then and then you get the the Vine videos, and yikes! I don't know if I can handle being a parent in today's technology.
1: (laughs) There are parts of it that are genuinely kind of... Well, we've never had... No one's had to deal with this new way of interacting with this new social online craziness before. So we're kind of the test uh, monkeys for the whole thing. We get to figure it out as we go. Mm -hmm. And then maybe our kids will have some better ideas on how to deal with it, but um, I don't know. We're just kind of winging it, aren't we?
0: Yeah, we are kind of winging it. (laughs) And I guess... When somebody comes out and like very authoritative, like I have the answer, no screen time at all, or no, like there's no Uh, there's no definitive answer to any of this. So it's
1: it's an untested, you know, as as, mm -hmm. yeah, there's no no one who can know. I mean, I'm sure there are some great there's some great advice out there, some well informed uh, ideas, but I don't think anyone. I agree. I don't think anyone has the right specific answer.
0: Yeah. I can't remember if we talked about it, but even even the one of the guy, one of the um doctors that wrote the pediatric like screen time rules back in 2011 has gone on record to say that the iPad is interactive so therefore needs to be studied separately than say the passive of a television. And I, I don't know if I told you this, but Mateo spelled he, – he spelled his name the other day
1: out of the blue. Oh, really? Just oh, wait. Did you say that on Twitter maybe?
0: Yeah, I think it was Twitter because I was like, what? Just wait. <laughs> he was sitting there with a piece of paper and he was trying to spell his name and he's like, M-A-T-E-O. And I'm like, buddy, did you just spell your name? <laughs> And it kind of freaked me out. It's like, awesome. That, but that tells me that those little apps and – Oh,
2: yeah. I mean, That's, they're, yes. they're
0: sinking in. I mean, he – Did you see some of
2: the stuff that I posted on Facebook this past week?
0: Um, I think you were telling – you were saying About my about, son? Yeah, about Colin. Oh, um, my lord. Oh, right. I saw some I of this. Take,
2: I take absolutely zero credit right? for how intelligent Mike it is. None. Absolutely none. Now, I can put him in front of the devices and he can play with them and he finds the things that he wants – but the stuff that comes out of that, I just, my husband and I are just stunned. The stuff that comes out of his head. It's amazing. He's fascinated by language, I, all different languages. He's singing this song the other day, and I'm thinking that's it's just what a made-up yeah, little ditty. Yeah. Blah, 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 Because that's what four-year-olds do. And I said, what song is that? And he said, can I use your phone? And I said, okay. So I gave him my phone, and he said, he goes, baio bao. And I'm thinking, okay, that's his little song. And the next thing you know, la la ba And I'm like, ah! That's a real song. <laughs> it's in Italian. My kid singing in Italian in the back That's seat like Pavarotti. I'm awesome. like, what is going on? <laughs> I have no idea, none. Oh, he's outside the driveway with that like a big fistful of driveway chalk, and he's drawing all over the place. And I'm talking to my neighbor, not really paying too much attention because he's just drawing away. And the neighbor's eight year old comes over and he goes, uh, "Ma'am," and I said, "What's up?" And he says, "Um, I don't think he knows his alphabet like you think he does." <laughs> and I said. What do you mean? And I looked over and he's written the Cyrillic alphabet because he just kind of oh he picks gosh. it up. Well, he picks it up by seeing it on videos. Right. It's all the ABC song is the same tune across the languages. So he's just like, well, this is just something different. And I'm going, I didn't bother to explain it to him. I was just like, oh, well, he'll practice. It's, it's Russian kid. Don't worry about it. Oh, but gosh, like, he's just doing awesome. his little letters. I think the devices when they're used properly mm-hmm. are fantastic. Okay. amazing. Think, that's so cool. Yeah, have you just introduced him
1: to Klingon yet?
2: <laughs> Not yet. There are some things you have to hold out for just <laughs> the last, right? The appropriate moment. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. But really,
1: that's so – I'm always impressed and just fascinated when you uh, hear about your son doing all of that. That's so cool.
2: Yeah, I, I love that it isn't anything that I taught him. So it's not like I'm humble bragging that I'm great at it. We're like right. I taught my child all these languages. I have a tough time with English. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I've mastered like swearing, sarcasm, and a little bit of the English language. Like those things I have down. But my son, <laughs> all over the place with the linguistics. And I'm thinking... I mean, it's it's to his benefit. I can't see mm-hmm. how it's going to hurt him at any point because he does understand English. But I figure, you know, you might meet some little child somewhere who has maybe from another country, maybe has adopted, and you might sit, be able to connect with that kid now in a way that you probably couldn't before. So I give him like all the credit and all the opportunity to do that. He's sitting right here behind me right now and he's got a headset on and he's listening to that song
5: Aww. and he's
2: mouthing the words because I told him not to sing while mommy's doing a podcast. But he's <laughs> he's sitting right here and he's just singing away. He doesn't know what it means. I've him? Do you know what that means in English? And he knows it's just letters. So like he knows that it's about the alphabet, but he doesn't. He can't translate it for me, right? But he just he just learned the song and the the, the rhythm to it. And kids can pick that up. It's unbelievable. It, it's the stuff that's out there is amazing.
0: It speaks to the the user experience of oh, yeah. of these apps and devices. Um, just watching Mateo navigate through the youtube app mm-hmm. is mind-blowing because i would bring a i brought up like a wiggles video and i went in the other room and then he went off and he landed up landed on some kind of like nursery rhyme and mark comes in and he goes did you put that on i go nope that was all him he's like what <laughs>
3: That's mm-hmm.
0: just how but then again then my is there do you know if there's um age restrictions on those apps that I can set because I would hate for him to inadvertently get to something that he shouldn't be at. I
2: All I know is, yeah, YouTube I think has some restrictions. It's if you're not yeah. 18, you have to like – sign in a certain way I when Colin plays with my phone I don't have it set up I'm not logged into YouTube he's just playing with the app so he can't get onto anything random and he goes and looks for the things that he likes he just he'll say he'll I'll look over and he'll be hovering over the phone and tapping at it and I'm thinking what are you doing and I look and you know there have been those times where I've been afraid he's been on eBay but I'll look and he'll be he has seen the word alphabet enough times to know what it is but I don't think he realizes that he's spelling it
3: Mm -hmm. so
2: he goes to YouTube, he knows what the search does, and he'll go into search and he'll type in al- the word alphabet and then hit enter. And then he just starts clicking on videos because oh, he knows that they're all about the same thing. Sure. So he doesn't really identify, oh, I want to watch one in Italian. Now I want to watch one in a Russian. It's not right. that kind of a clinical right, choice. Right, right, he's right. just kind of like, oh, it's all music and it's fun and it's songs that I know. And then it just becomes repetitive for him. Oh, so I think, but they're just, yeah, they're, they're his experience with it has been fantastic. And even between, he's four, Sarah's 14. She didn't have that exposure to that stuff. And I think that I see ask her now, you know, you're going to be taking languages next year when you start high school. What do you want to take? And she's just like, uh, do they have one of online stuff? And I'm <laughs> like, no. Uh, but
5: <laughs> but this well, definitely that lead 10-year Do they
2: have LeetSpeak? Yeah, glad. exactly. Right. Lead speak for Sarah. Exactly. Oh,
0: that's awesome. All the
2: hashtags she can come up with. Exactly. <laughs> Crazy.
0: Uh, also, I, before we move on to our toddler translations, um, my husband came across an, uh, a Lifehacker article. It is an infograph that tells you where your kids can eat free at chain restaurants. This graph is huge, number one, but it breaks it down by day of the week. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, all the way, and even the weekends and even gives you bonuses. Um, uh, who gets who gives larger portions so maybe you could share, that kind of thing. So if you're on a budget, this is great. Um, I'm trying to th- just kind of looking, looks like, Monday's uh, Fuddruckers, Golden Corral, IHOP. And it tells you the restrictions. Like in most cases, you have to buy an adult entree to get get the kids uh, meal for free. So um, we're just now exploring going out to eat more with Mateo. We really only take them to one place, and it's our local diner breakfast place. And it's because we can sit in the very back away from everyone (laughs) that we're just testing those waters but i think right. as he gets older we're going to we're going to explore a little bit and why not you know i'm more likely to try out a place if i know that i don't have to stress about him eating or not eating and if it's free there you go so right
1: yeah. i remember when uh, colette was starting to finally be able to behave herself well enough to take her out to restaurants and that was always just a slightly stressful like we, we walk in and we're like, okay, where's the corner where we can right. disturb the least amount of people? Right. And so we'll just be over here. Ignore us.
0: I, speaking of going out, there was – I can't remember where I saw it. But it was a receipt that gave the couple a discount for well-behaved kids.
1: Oh, I saw that somewhere. It was
0: like $5 discount for well-behaved kids. And a, that's a slippery slope, I think, because it's very um, subjective. Sure. Uh, on what you consider a well-behaved kid. Because <laughs> well, my I definition has definitely changed over the years.
1: Uh, I, I, when I saw that, I was wondering if they aren't well-behaved, does that still show up on the receipt? And so you look at oh, it and you yeah, go, right? kids were little punks, five bucks. What? <laughs> or does that just that, stay off?
0: I would I would think it would stay off. I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. But that that's a, I don't know, I don't necessarily think that's a good thing. Because again, if the waitress is just having a bad day or whatever, so right, yeah. Mm. What do you think, Carrie? Are you there? Because I know you yeah. would have a you would have a thought on that. I'm listening. Um, <laughs> I think my expectation
2: is that my kids are going to behave in a restaurant. I don't expect them to be rewarded for it, right? Like I just figure you, you know, this. You've been taught to be good kids. You're in public. You're not here to be a nuisance. You're a member of society. Act like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And, I mean to give the kids a high five for acting great. That's nice. I'd rather they come right over and say to my kids, "Hey, you guys have been great." But this is we'd like like to give you a dessert. Would you like to have a dessert today? And then it's the parents can say, "Oh yeah, that'd be great," or "No, no, thank you," or say, "Thanks for recognizing that my kids are doing a good job." But like, but this is for the parents. This isn't for the kids. I know, and that's what I'm saying. It seems like what's the the appeal of the cash discount? Like, why are you high fiving the parent? The kids are the ones that are doing the work. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know the parents did the work to teach the kids to have good behavior. You would hope, but. You know sometimes what if the parents are jerks <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. the kids give you well-behaved and the parents can be jerks to the staff it's plus ten
0: dollars <laughs> yeah
2: you're a jerk yeah exactly no thank you yeah, just, I, I don't I wouldn't do it I don't like just, I don't think yeah. it's fair I mean it's and if you don't know that it's happening I mean it's like a coupon I right. guess yeah. but I don't know I just feel like hey thanks for acting like a decent member of society like it just doesn't yeah. You seem like you should be high-fiving anybody for that. It should be an it expectation. Does seem, yeah, it just seem a little odd because there are some kids who go into restaurants, and some kids, you know, depending on what they're dealing with, some kids can't. They have social anxiety, and mm-hmm. they some and kids some kids can't control when they have a meltdown. You know, not everything is obvious. It's not kids are being good because they have to be. Sometimes kids are good out of fear. Some kids, kids are good because they, you know, were, frankly, we're medicated enough mm-hmm. to be good. I mean, it's just so. I think making it like. It's it's advantageous for you to be good because you should want to be good, not because you think you're going to get a discount on the check. And you know would, what I
0: mean? Uh, yeah. And, Couldn't agree and, more. And this is where the slippery slope because then you'll get the parents like, look, what did you do, little brat? You didn't give me my discount. And yeah. Or I thought
2: my kids were great. Yeah. Ma'am, your children were tearing up the yeah. – well, they didn't bother me. Yeah. I thought they were great. Well, right. uh, okay. But they bothered everyone else. Yeah. There's a, You'll see a lot of things if you Google. There's a lot of stories out there about um, – Uh, People who are like, you know, asked to leave a restaurant because their kids were running around and the parents are all completely, well, but we just, what do you want me to do? Well, and a lot of people are like, you know what, if your kids can't, you can't handle your kids in a public setting. Some people would say, don't take them out. Some people say, oh, they're just being children.
3: Mm.
2: Man, when your kid walks over to my table and starts getting in my business. Yeah,
3: that's
2: not good. I, I will handle your child. (laughs) <laughs> if you'd like me to, you know. I'd just be like, "No, it's not appropriate." And I just, I don't know. My expectation no, is just the kids when you t- when you take your kids out to a public place is that they know they're going to a public place, and the expectation is that they're going to act like they're in a public place and not I get tr- a high five for being yeah. good people.
0: Decent. I treat every outing as an opportunity to teach Mateo a lesson of sorts. Yeah, yeah, it's an like opportunity I, to learn. I sure. I look at it as okay if. Like, for instance, we're going to go to Best Buy or Toys R Us. If he starts having a meltdown or if he's not behaving, I have no problem saying, if if you don't stop, we're leaving. Mm -hmm. And then actually following through. And I have found that to be the best way now to stop bad behavior with Mateo because he knows, oh, mom's not playing around. She follows through because she's followed through like a bazillion times before. And so now, when I actually say, "If you don't stop doing this, or if you don't start doing that, (laughs) then this is going to happen," I'm letting you know the consequences. So whether it be if you're not holding my hand when we cross the street, I'm picking you up, or if you know, or if you don't, like I'm giving him those things and and being very crystal clear, and not I'm not fudding it up with a bunch of words like if you know you you really. You're really driving me nuts and da da da, da. No, this is, this is the situation. And if you don't, th- this is the, the request. And if you don't do it, then that's what's going to happen. Cause and mm. effect kind of thing. And that's honestly what's worked best for, for Mateo and myself. Us so. too.
2: I just don't see it as a motivational tool for kids to yeah. be well-behaved in a restaurant. Like, right. I, just, I just don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, what do the kids parents say to their kids? Okay, now we're going to go to Applebee's. <laughs> I expect you to have your crap together because mom and dad want to buy an extra drink. Like...
1: This kid exactly, you know, is finally exactly. paying off. Yes, yeah.
2: yes. We're going during happy hour, and Mom and Dad want to have an extra tall beer tonight. Now, come on, <laughs> dress right, sit up straight. Mommy I mean, needs just, a discount. <laughs> exactly, your mommy's. Yeah, it's like okay.
0: I know. Yeah, I no, agree. I don't
2: think so.
0: Yeah. That uh, Weird. that one two three magic DVD that I was I, I talked about on the last episode. That's kind of the the crux of the DVD in the sense that you create a consequence you you create follow through with that so i would rather see them give the discount
2: to a parent who decides in the middle of the meal when their kid has a meltdown look i really don't want to stay because i have a feeling that this is and they've got to get up and they're putting their things together and they're trying to leave that they say hey look we don't want you to have to leave, but I understand that you're uncomfortable. Let me give you 15% off the check because oh, I, we see, appreciate what you're going through. Damn. Like that, that motivates you to come back knowing that they yeah. understand kids have an experience that they can't necessarily control now that's and they're trying sad. to be considerate of other people. I mean, that's fine.
0: I would totally, cause there have been a number of times where we've, cause Mark and I, even before we had kids, we, we knew how we were going to handle going out to dinner with a kid. Mm-hmm. If, if Mateo freaks out, one of us packs it packs it up and goes outside while the other one wraps everything up and gets it to go
3: yeah. <laughs> and
2: that's how we handle it so. yeah that's how we handle it with Eden. If Eden has she doesn't have meltdowns, she really doesn't but she'll have moments where she's very um, like chatty mm-hmm. she gets and she has no volume control, so she be oh, la, 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 and she's excited and that's great, but sometimes that gets away from her and I don't want to disturb other people. so I'll be like, well, we're gonna go outside. we're gonna hang outside for a while until you calm down and then I'll bring her back in and mm-hmm. people are always like, you know, you don't have to leave because she does that. I know I don't have to. I'm not obligated to. This is a public place. But at the same time, I'm trying to be considerate of other people's experience. And it's not, she's not being bad. She's not being, and we're not trying to make her feel bad for what she's doing. We're just trying to be considerate of the other people in the room. And, you know, Mm -hmm. should you want to give me five bucks for that? Okay. (laughs) But I mean, I, yeah, that would be where I could see that would work. But, and I mean, it must be nice to get the check and be like, I got $5 off. It's I don't know whether it's a slap in the face. Yeah, like, yeah. wow, we expected all kids to be jerks. Well done. <laughs> like, so you coming through the door. You expected this to be a nightmare. Fantastic. It's just it just yeah. leaves a bad taste in my mouth. It does. I don't like it.
0: it just is slippery. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: Alright, well let's move over to toddler translations. This week mm-hmm. we have a couple uh of audio clips from an adorable little Ben. This is from Mike over at GeekDaddyo at GeekDaddyO.com. dot com. And um let's see. The first one we have here. He is one, two, three, four. Five words? So he's saying a phrase. Um, let's see if you guys can guess what he's saying. You ready? Mm-hmm Everybody <laughs> am Did he, <did> he say <laughs> <he stay> it in <laughs> reverse?
3: <laughs> no squeeze. Everybody
0: and not I'll give you you're listening to everybody and not you listen Nerd to Nerd Parents! Nerd Yay. You're listening to Nerd Parents! Yes!
3: Awesome!
0: <laughs> um, That's great. And here's another one here. Let's see. No,
2: get
0: the fuck. What? <laughs> <laughs> Eric, you want to take that one? Because I know what I'd say.
1: Are we trying to maintain a clean rating yeah. on this show, or can I just swear it
0: out? He on totally Parents. said no, get the truck.
3: <laughs>
1: oh, I gotta tell you a quick short story. When I was a kid, apparently my well, my parents would, would take me to church at that time when I was like, oh, I don't know, like tiny enough to sound like the young man we just heard. And I wanted my truck very much. <laughs> in the middle of a very quiet, like big sermon type thing. Oh, that's funny. And I screamed it at the top of my lungs. And my parents were very
3: embarrassed.
2: We had to teach my um Colin to say fire engine. Fire engine drove down the street oh, Not it's the in other a truck. Thing. Fire engine. Let's go see the fire engine. Look, it's a fire. Mm, nope, fire engine. Yeah, we know. Oh, yeah. And that's hard because there's a lot of those other words out here uh, in the Midwest.
0: Yep, yeah, no, yeah, there are. Uh, and then we have one more. That's <laughs> awful. Uh, turn Ooh. that audio down.
4: That's awful, Father. Oh.
0: I got nothing. That's <laughs> That's dad's screwdriver. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>
4: that's awful, <dad> So <laughs> okay. your see? screwdriver is
1: just orange juice. This one's daddy's.
0: Daddy's. <laughs> 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 and I got one more. Let's see what he said.
4: I think it is. Uh, um, so <laughs> well, that's dad. cute. I,
1: What's that? That was really cute, but I have no idea. <laughs>
0: It sounds like he's singing a something. Song. He is. I'm singing a he song. Says, I'm singing a song. Song. Oh.
3: I'm singing, <laughs> a song. Song. Singing, a song. singing a song.
0: song. Song. <laughs> and then, of course, we have Kira.
3: Naked Tushy. <laughs> oh,
0: that was the Tushy one? That was the Tushy one. I love that one. I keep, I'm keeping that one in my soundboard. So cute. Naked Tushy. Uh, so thank you so much, Mike, for sending in those audio clips of Ben. Adorable. And if you want to send in your toddlers, uh, cute little, I'm, I'm going for nerd. So I just got, uh, had Mateo say a bunch of like nerdy phrases. I won't, I won't give it away, but it revolves around like comic books and pop culture and stuff like that. So uh, if you can get your kids to say anything fun or nerdy, send them in, nerdparents at gmail.com. Love them. Love them.
2: Have you guys had the experience yet where one of your kids announces something really outside of the church experience that Eric did? Can you think of anything <laughs> the kids have done in public that where you were just like, hey, thanks for doing that in the middle of the grocery store? Mm,
3: not,
2: Thankfully, I haven't mm, had a, that yet. experience quite yet. Oh, we had one the other day. Did you? We, we yes. We don't go to
1: church, but it's not like we have, we've never had a – oh, I'm sorry. Go on, though.
2: Oh, no. We were in the grocery store. Um, which Colin really enjoys going to our grocery store. He really likes it because it's very kid centered and they've got little cars and stuff for them to look around at and find the picture of the chicken and you can get free macaroni and cheese and there's just tons of things for him to do. We're in the middle of the store and he stops dead in the middle of an aisle. And I go, What are you doing? And I kind of kept walking and he goes, I'm coming. And I said, Okay. And then I took about three more steps and he wasn't with me and I turned around and I go, What's the matter? And, okay, this is not the explicit tag, but we are going to get, let me see, anatomically specific. Let's put it that way. And I hear quiet, dead silence. My little voice goes, my penis is stuck to my leg. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, okay, then. Thanks for doing that in the middle of the bread aisle. All righty. And I could hear people laughing like two (laughs) aisles over. And I was like, well, what would you like to do about that? And he goes, I don't know, but I gotta fix it. <laughs> okay, just trying to be like he's not with me. Oh I don't know what's God. happening. It was the <laughs> my oh feet my is stuck to my leg. Oh. Okay, then <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, that got time me. to buy smaller underwear. Okay. Oh,
1: that's so good. Oh, I'm oh. Crying a little bit.
2: If <laughs> they hit that age, just fair warning: Thaddeus may do this to you, and Nicole and Mateo may too. At about four or five, they're still very. Like you're teaching them to be very open about who they are and yeah, things yeah. that they need to do. Colin will still walk out of the bathroom with his pants around his, bu- his legs and look at me and go, is my bum clean? <laughs> like cause I'm, I'm working on the wiping and I'm not great at it yet, but is it, is it clean? Don't come out of the bathroom with your pants around your ankles. Mommy has a house full of adults. Like, come <laughs> on. no shame. No oh shame whatsoever. God. So they're fun at that age. So fair warning, it it may <laughs> come pretty soon. You never know. <laughs> so Colette
1: funny. Uh, Colette is seven, and she she has she doesn't walk around naked, but she she still goes to the bathroom with like the door open completely. She just doesn't care because we when when getting her when potty training, we wouldn't close the door. We mm-hmm. were just and so that's kind of how she learned. And we've in the past year have been trying to remind her, you know, you can. Can have some privacy if you want. That's okay. You you know, you're encouraged, really, to do that, especially when you're visiting your friend's house.
2: (laughs) That's a great idea.
1: You really, really should just let you know. Privacy is okay. That's okay. Every
2: time Aaron goes to the bathroom, Colin chases him and hands him his cell phone. Here, Daddy, you need us <laughs> <this." laughs> because he thinks Aaron's going to go in there and be in there. Daddy's, of... Daddy's phone. You, you need this. Daddy's going to the bathroom. It's time to take a phone. Okay. Oh,
3: that's cute. Yeah,
2: they're fun. So, fair warning: the the privacy level once they become articulate is not necessarily any better. Mm,
0: so I kind of they just
2: that. they just announce it to everybody now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of phones, we have uh we have family game night, and that's a segment of the show where we talk about apps for phones and iPads, board games, video games, anything that we play as a family, and kind of just you know getting together. Uh, I have a, a a new app suggestion for you, and it's a free app, and it's called Speak a and. Um Mateo might be a little too young for it. I think this would be great for probably Colin's age, in fact. Right. Um, when you download it, you will have to sign up as the parent for an account because what what this app does, it's a bunch of animals, and the animals talk – they talk to your child. And they're – it's encouraging the child to talk back. So – and that is recorded on the server and so whenever the kid uses the app and records something, you get an email summarizing everything that the kid has said, like look what look what little Johnny did here. And so Aww. you can you can actually listen to their interaction with these little animals. So it's called Speakazoo and um mateo and i were playing and of course you know i'm like i didn't know that they were they were going to send me the audio mm-hmm. so mark ended up recording uh, a little clip as well this is a little porcupine and it's really cool because you could actually share this so i shared this on twitter and the people at speakazoo <laughs> it's a company called toy talk replied to us and i'm like oh, i'm so glad you have a sense of humor with this oh, here, this. Here's, yeah. here's what uh Here's what Mark said to the the zookeeper or the uh, so you're the zookeeper, and this is a porcupine. So here you go. Hi, zookeeper. I I don't have a question. I I just really need a hug.
1: Peace off.
4: <laughs>
0: so, so, <laughs> well, that's a
1: little rude, yeah, this is a little Mr. Rude. Zookeeper. Yeah,
0: yeah. So they reply back and they're like, uh, "We're pretty sure the porcupine hasn't heard that response yet." <laughs> so if anything the people at toy talk have a great sense of humor it's a it's a like i said it's a free app um it's called speak a zoo and it's just uh they do another one called the winston show as well and it's a very similar kind of interaction um that they're trying to go for the kid like getting the kid to respond and interact with the characters within the app so uh that's my little recommendation (laughs) For for game time this uh, this week, uh, how about you, Eric? Uh,
1: I I don't have anything new I actually. I had downloaded Speak too, but I haven't I haven't uh, fired it up yet for Colette. So I'm definitely going to do it's that. It's a little now.
0: intimidating because you're like, wait, what am I signing up for? And it wasn't until like I got the email, I'm like, oh okay, I I get it. And at any time you can revoke the. Uh, the rights to do Mm. that too
1: i want to hear these conversations it sounds like it'd be (laughs) cute uh but no i don't really have anything new i'm i know that mario kart 8 is coming out on the 30th and i can't wait to buy that because i know my daughter and i are gonna have a blast playing that game
0: oh fun so
1: i'm waiting for that but other than that no not nothing really new
0: and that's for the wii u right
1: uh yes the wii u
0: i still don't have a wii u
1: that's okay. There's not a whole lot going on there.
0: I'm just waiting for him to make it 99 bucks, and then I'll get it.
1: Right. There's some good stuff there, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I could say things. Yeah. But it's it's
2: not good. It's not it's bad. It's not a
0: video game show, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Carrie? Anything fun this week?
2: Yeah. You know what? Aaron brings home a lot. My husband works for a toy company, so he brings home a lot of stuff that they're thinking about carrying and You know, why don't you try this out and see what you think. This time, he happened to be traveling, and he saw this in a store, uh, and he said it's something I think that Colin would enjoy. And it's made by a company called Lulu Jr., and it's called Illustory, I-L-L-U-S-T-O-R-Y. And you can buy them online, and you basically make your own book, and you can do it. You can do it online. Um, There's online tools. There's a how-to guide. And basically what you do is online, you either type up the story yourself or you can – and you draw all the illustrations yourself. Um, You ship it in and you get a free hardcover book delivered to your house and there's an option to order more. So I'm doing it with Colin and thinking, I was thinking maybe it'll be a little over his head. I'm not too sure how to do it. And it's great. There's a little, there's a whole bunch of little guides that says things like, um, this is your brainstorming page and here, just put down all the things that you think of in the next few minutes and you write them all down and it says, now out of that list that you have, pick three or four of them. So I was doing it with Colin. He's got a great little story going about a little boy named Colin. whose favorite color is orange and he likes to play with Play-Doh and we're going to go through it. And as soon as I have it made and get it sent back to me, I'll post pictures up on the Parent oh, site. Awesome. It is the coolest little thing I've ever seen. And I thought, well, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's more for Sarah's age or maybe some 10 or 11-year-old. But he's four and he can do it. That's so cool. I would give this they, to anybody. If you want a copy of your kid's artwork when they're small and Aww. kinds of the little thought process and the things that are important to them, I think this
0: is great. They have I a, love it. a junior. They have a Lulu Jr., and then mm-hmm. they have a, a Lulu comic book, so you can create a comic book as oh, well. Oh, that
2: would be fun for the nerdy kids. Yeah. that'd be great.
0: Oh, fun planet! Yeah.
1: This looks great. I definitely think my daughter would love this. Oh, I think I think Colette would be all over that. Yeah. She would. This is It'd
2: this mean, is it's, cool. It's really, really fun and all of the paperwork that comes inside the box is very much geared towards kids. It's written in some obnoxious font, yeah. you know, like everything with Comic Sans is still yeah. <laughs> in, you know, but it's, oh. it's really user friendly and he really wanted to get into it and he was looking at the papers and what does this do and what do I do with this and I explained these pages are blank and this is where you're going to draw your pictures and we're going to color it and they're going to, well, can I use crayons? Can I watercolor? I said, you can do whatever you want. So he's trying to all these, wants to decorate all the things mm-hmm. and make his pictures of the little boy who plays with play-doh
0: mm. and so it's really a cool it's really cool neat story. yeah it's a less than, thir- less it's than 30 dollars on amazon you can pick that up yeah
2: yep. it is 19 i think if you get it at walmart oh a couple of different well, good, places good to know yeah.
0: good, good deal fun that's neat this yeah. is great all right so we also have some uh, solicited advice emails this is a part of the show where you the listener send in your questions or comments or really any maybe you have suggestions or games you want to share um we talk about them all so uh I, we have a ton of email and in fact i think we're going to do an episode um that's nothing but emails <laughs> so we uh, be on the listen or look out for that um i'll be scheduling that with uh both you, carrie and eric would you like to do just a email show does that sure. sound like fun sure it's like a hypothetical help i like it yeah right right <laughs> nerd parent edition that's right uh all right so we have a few emails here we have one from erwin um he says we have worked on uh i'm gonna i read terrible right now because i'm half asleep so <laughs> what's my excuse the rest of the time fine. We, <laughs> we have worked to get my five-month-old to go to sleep very well on his own but he start waking up through the night uh mostly most of the night to play we're trying to be consistent and do the things we're supposed to do, but the lack of sleep is literally starting to affect me physically. Eczema, psoriasis, joint pain, stomach issues, not to mention emotionally and mentally. We have a small one-bedroom apartment, so his bassinet is in our room, but this lack of sleep is literally breaking me down. We're trying to do all the right things to get him back on track for sleep. We've transitioned him to a sleep sack. We don't rock him to sleep anymore. We do all the things to create a dim, quiet environment. We are consistent, constant with not giving in and feeding him during the night, etc., but his waking throughout most of the night is taking its toll. Is it better to do all the things right and not sleep or spoil him, pick him up, rock him, feed him, and sleep? Uh, I'm already planning a trip to my doctor because my body, body is very literally starting to fall apart from lack of sleep, and I don't know how much more I can take. Uh, I know that some of you have had similar issues. Any suggestions? Erwin. Oh, Erwin. Hmm. Um, I'll tell you my thought on this. Um, sleep, if, if it's really affecting you this much, you need to get it where you can take it. Um, there were, there was a period of time with Mateo that I had a bed in his room and that is how I slept. Like I would sleep next to him and sometimes I have my hand on him. I gave into everything that you're saying that you're not supposed to do. Kids are easily, kids are resilient, so even if you get through this period and you you break, quote unquote, the rules, um, you're you got to do what is right for you guys. And like, for instance, um, my husband's mom, she was a single mother. She would she would basically sleep in bed with with Mark. So they would co-sleep. And depending on who you talk to, there's no I mean, that's the right way or what you're talking about is the right way. It's just, it really does depend on the, on the child and how you want to. Um, but you're in a situation where you're in a one bedroom apartment too. And that's really hard stuff. So I don't know if there's a right thing to do. There might be what people are telling you, you should be doing, but if you're not in the perfect situation, it may not be the right thing for you to
1: to do. Well, that's, that's what I'm wondering. Like, uh, I'm wondering where they got these rules, or where oh, who who told them these right I'm, things?
0: I can tell you right now. This is this is probably from the Baby Whisperer book. This is also there's a, a lot of books out there. Um, I like there was <laughs> I talked about her on the show. There was a baby. It was a woman. Called, I called her the baby bully. Mm. And th- these sleep consultants can come in and they're like, no, and swaddle, and no, don't touch the baby, and all of this stuff. And I started looking into um, the baby whisper because it was a more gentle way. It gave me the ability to not feel bad if I go in there and I feed him, or if I go in there. I mean, the bottom line is this is your child, <laughs> so you need to listen to your gut. You need to do what you feel is right, and f the books. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's going to be a point where you just gotta, you just gotta. Not listen to the books to, the, to a T, but, like, for instance, I've picked parts of The Baby Whisperer. I've picked parts of, like, I have a, a couple of other books. Like, I've taken little bits of everything because that was where my comfort level was. And that's what seemed to make Mateo sleep better. So, like, for instance, he cannot sleep at all with me in the room, period, now like if i'm in the room especially when when i'm putting him down he is energized by that there are some kids that are just the opposite they fall asleep with you in the room and so you kind of do this shuffle they call it the shuffle shake <laughs> where you kind of shuffle back to the door mm-hmm. slowly and kind of inch your way out that way
3: mm-hmm.
0: so oh gosh i feel so bad for erwin especially cuz he's having so much problems with the sleep and the and the physical ailments right um, what, care what what are was- oh, you going to say Eric? I just
1: wanted to say, um, I mean, the books—the books are fine. I'd say take the books and all the advice you get as a nice guideline, yeah. but nobody—and and that's this includes us, of course—can tell you exactly what would be best for your child, except for you. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd go ahead and take all that advice and all that all those books that you've read as a nice guideline. I'm sure that's fine. But as far as specific rules, I think no one can make those rules more. Uh, uh, other than you, Erwin, and, and just you and your family will know best the real right thing. I mean, that's, that's what I would say.
0: Yeah. How about you, Carrie? Any advice for Erwin?
2: Um, I agree with what you guys said about the books. Take what you can that works for you. The rest of it, leave it behind because not all kids are the same. Um, I would think maybe if you could look at a few things like how much does the baby weigh? Ten heavier kids tend to sleep better through the night. Some kids don't sleep through the night for years. You know, that's just their thing. Maybe you can play with the amount of nap time the baby gets during the day. So you're looking at a longer sleep period at night. Um, Trying to think what else. Um, Maybe give them a heavier meal right before they go to bed. Kind of settles the tummy. I know I feel that way. (laughs) When I get a nice heavy meal, I want to take a nice long nap. Um, And again, something to consider is if the baby wakes up and is just kind of self-soothing and playing and doing his own thing, maybe let him play. Don't go to him. Let him just kind of entertain himself and you can try and put yourself, I mean, as long as he's not in a place where he's going to get hurt um, and he's not getting into anything, then he can just kind of chatter to himself. Um, Before tank girl had a great recommendation in the chat room. She said, noise machines are your friend and they can be, they can be a nice kind of a white noise soother that helps induce the baby to sleep themselves Um, for yourself. If you have a, a partner that can kind of help you out with trading off on the nights that one of you doesn't get the best sleep and the other one can get better sleep. Uh, for yourself, I would recommend melatonin. Melatonin is a wonderful, natural um, something supplement that you can get at the grocery store um, that will help you. It doesn't help you sleep, but it helps you um, sleep better when you do sleep.
1: So, I worry about the stress that is induced by some advice books and yeah. people's advice. It just people get – because it's so easy. Of course, you care so much about your kids. You're going to stress out about all these rules that are suddenly put upon you over this thing you care about. And like, oh, my God, I'm screwing up. I'm yeah, screwing yeah, my, and my child.
2: So much What's stress, right? Yeah. What's wrong? And, you know, oh, there's so many rules. And this person said that. Well, she's got three kids. She must know something. Well, not necessarily no. because she
0: doesn't have your kid. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I-, I will say, Erwin, um, since your child is five months old, it sounds like you he was uh, swaddled because you're using sleep sacks. I found that Mateo, and this may not be the same for you, but I found that Mateo didn't do very well in the sleep sacks. And he loved being swaddled. But when I tried to transition him out, it was just a disaster. And the only thing I found that helped him was a, it's a, I guess it's proprietary, but it's a, it's just a a stay at home mom who has made these things called zippity zips. And they're, they look like a little starfish. And it gives them enough uh, room to roll over and do everything. But it also still gives them that almost swaddled feel, but with more motion. And whenever I when I put Mateo in those things, it was like he slept overnight instantly. And his naps were better. Everything was better. And it was like a miracle thing. Um I'll put a link in the show notes, but they're called zippity zips. And those sleep sacks too, they can heat kids up.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Nobody sleeps well when they're hot. Exactly. So kid might be getting five or six hours of good sleep and then That's all of true. a sudden, oh, mm. and it's just I can't go back to sleep. Never
0: underestimate heat and cold for a child. Yes. Yeah. So uh I I hope things are better. <laughs> mm. But trust your gut. Don't don't get so caught up in what's right. In, according to these books. Um, uh, we have one more email, and then we'll wrap up the show. We have one from Alan, and it, it I wanted to read it because obviously his email stuck in my head, and, and that's what we're, I was thinking of. He said, I just listened to this amusing podcast from a story collider about growing up afraid of nuclear war, which prompted me to think about my kids and the, what anxieties they have and what I can do as an informed parent to help and what I may be doing as an obsessive parent that is hindering? What kind of fears do your kids have? Do you have fears and anxieties that affect your kid? How do you manage your interests and entertainment that causes anxiety for your children? And then he linked to the podcast. So I'll put a link uh, in the show notes to storycollider.com. And this is from Alan. And I can tell you just right off the top of my head, my husband has a little bit of germ phobia. And I, I hope he doesn't pass that on to Mateo, but I get little inklings of it sometimes. Um, uh, I don't know if there's anything – I don't know if I have any phobias. Do you guys have any phobias? Uh,
1: uh Nothing too unusual. I'm not crazy about deep, open water, but that's not yeah. too unusual. I mean, I couldn't – no, I guess not.
2: I hate house spiders. <laughs> <laughs> thing, if it's the size of a dinner plate, I was in the Amazon for six weeks in college. Saw the biggest things you've ever seen. You know, I could wear it like a hat. It was huge. Oh my God. Didn't faze me at all. Really? House well, spiders, uh, I am a screaming banshee really? from one side of the house to the other. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, dude! It's this tiny, Colin? It's the
2: size of my fingernail, and I'm like, "Kill it! Let fire!" Like, lost my mind, <laughs> and I have absolutely passed that on to Sarah. Oh.
0: Colin will walk
2: over and pick it up and go, "It's got legs," <laughs> and I'm going, "No!" You know, it's
0: oh, yeah,
1: no, no, nope. no, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. Be right back. The boy is crying. Oh, daddy
0: is. is. Yeah, I can't. I. I mean, Matteo being only two, I, I worry um about exposing him to things from enter from an entertainment like movie standpoint that i don't even think about like oh like i totally forgot about that part in star wars that probably could scare him and Mm -hmm. um we talked about this on the show i think last time about going to cabela's and there's like all these stuffed dead animals (laughs) and there's one of a cougar attacking a deer and I'm like, that even kind of disturbs me. I don't know if I want to bring Mateo here (laughs) and start those kinds of questions. So
2: Sarah will ask us things like,
0: Hey, do you think I could watch The Walking Dead or
2: whatever? And even to this day we'll say to her, Okay, I need you to for one second remember and really consider what television is. Right. It's entertainment. Yeah. It's designed to make you think that things are real that are not because I don't want her to get sucked into that. The zombies are coming. Yeah. I'll be the one on the roof like Daryl and I'll have the, <laughs> cause I like archery. Like don't go down that rabbit yeah. hole. You're 14. Yeah. Like, don't expect that type of thing. That type of thing I get concerned about for her. I do think that as a parent, I tend to be more concerned about stuff today that my parents didn't really seem to think about a yeah. whole lot. Just because I think there's it's there's more of it available to us. Yeah, things like that's it. kidnapping. I don't let my kids play outside on their own. My mother used to be like, bye, come back when it's dusk. Like, And I'd be gone all day long. She'd have no idea where the hell I right. was. but be like, she's up the street playing with friends. And she was content with that because she wasn't concerned about it. But I think that the immediate attention to things like these events has kind of focused our laser attention on the safety of our children and what role we play in that. So I think that when it comes to things like, you know, stranger danger and mm. and shootings in schools. Kids are uh, they're much more attuned to the possibility that it can happen because they hear about it more often.
0: But yeah. I don't know if it's
2: us or if it's just the world that they're exposed to. I think it's the to media to be
0: because when we were growing up, if something happened in Boston or, you know, East Coast, West Coast or whatever, because I grew up in Missouri as well, it, it had to be a really big deal for you really to hear about it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like this this concept of all news is happening locally. And it's not happening, happening locally, but it feels it, like it's yeah, happening locally. Very much,
2: very much. And, because everything's got a handhold on you because yeah. you have accessibility to it now. Whereas before we just didn't have the accessibility to that kind of thing. I agree with you 100%. And the, there's,
0: a, there's a number of articles um, I, following a few blogs talking about how to stop helicopter parenting like stopping our fears and limiting your children based on those fears and and it's like it's a totally like you said you know i was a latchkey kid and my um my parents would work late and i would just take care of myself it wasn't a big deal yeah. and it just that's the way it was we have that going on today as a matter of fact sarah is at
2: she got educational requirements that allowed her to go on a school trip to the uh, world of fun amusement park here in Kansas city. And she was, my husband said, okay, Sarah, well, you know, you're going to go to worlds of fun tomorrow. And I said, you know, be smart, stay with a friend, you know, keep your phone on you at all times. If you need anybody, you just call us and we'll come get you. And she kind of looked at me and she's like, mom, they're going to close the place and it's just going to be kids. And I looked at her and I said, I want you to remember it's not just you and it's because your perspective it doesn't mean that they're closing the entire place down and that doesn't mean that a crazy couldn't get in there if mm-hmm. they wanted to. She didn't seem to make the connection. And I was like, you need to keep that in mind. Just be smart, act smart, and do smart and you'll be fine. But don't, don't let it out of your sight of the realm of possibility, not to scare you, but just right. so that
0: you are aware. Have That's you all. read the book Free Range Kids? I have not. This a woman, um, it was a couple years ago. She, so she wrote a book and her son navigates the New York subway system on his own. And people are like, oh, my God, she's a bad mom. And I think that's another factor to it. We are so aware of everyone now. I mean, with Facebook and all of that. And they're like, Oh my God, did you see blah, blah, blah. Did you see what she let her kid do? And so there's like judging, judging, judging going on. And she's like my kid, I've raised him to be self-sufficient, self-reliant and safe. And I feel like I'm giving him a skill being able to do this stuff. So it's a, it's free range kids.com to learn more about it. Um, and you can kind of there's like a pro or con and uh, you get a link to her book and all that stuff. But it, it is a different, you know, it's funny that we have to think so hard about this when it was easy for us growing up.
2: Like, I think that I think that a lot of there, there's two ways of looking at things is people think that it's society is going to teach the children how to act appropriately when they live through these experiences. And then there's the, another group of people who believe that your parents will guide you through the experience of becoming the adult that you're going to be. And I think that both of those are accurate now. And I think that they were accurate when we were younger, but we just didn't, like you said, we didn't have the exposure to be aware of being considerate of all the other things, how the things that we do, how everything touches everything else. You know, my daughter can type up, take a picture on Instagram and she can have of her and her brother and some little kid. Oh, she puts the right hashtag on it. And some little kid over in India can find that and say, oh, your little brother's cute. Now, she's connected with somebody she never would have touched their life before, mm-hmm. you know, and being aware that that is out there, that that also works in reverse, that now the world is accessible to them. Yeah. Yeah can leave them feeling very overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And as a parent, I think you fight with kind of guiding your kids through that gauntlet, be aware that it's there, but don't be afraid of trying new things or you're never going to learn. You learn by failure. So get out there and try new stuff, but just be aware of how the things that you do can and will affect other people in the meantime. So be sure you understand that the consequences are possibilities. And before you make that step and do that next thing. So when I shipped her off today to Worlds of Fun, my husband handed her some money and said, that's for your lunch and everything. And she looked at me and she said, well, you know, I'm a good kid, right? I'm not going to cause trouble. And I said, I don't for one second think you're a kid that's going to cause trouble, Sarah. What I want to make sure that you understand is our expectation as parents is that if you're hanging out with a group of your friends Mm -hmm. who, when they are given the freedom to make decisions, decide to be jerks, that you are smart enough to make the decision to say that their friendship in that moment is less important than you being a good person that you yeah. turn and walk away, that you can make that your choice. Oh. And I said, for your safety, for the safety of your friends and for the safety of anybody else in that park who might be around when you guys do something dumb. Yeah, And she was just like, Okay. And I could see her brain going, Yeah, you know, just because we want to have fun doesn't mean everyone else is gonna like the way we do it. I could see her brain going through <laughs> that, but I don't want to bog her down so much with the fear of living that she just exists. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: There was an article that I had I had read that made me think about it, and it was talking about the dangers of this new generation of helicopter parenting. Um for fourteen years I was I worked in um Worked at a software company making software for colleges and universities. And the colleges themselves are seeing this trend of parents going to the interviews with the kids. And there was a, an example of, I guess, a, a guy got drafted into the NFL and he quit because the team was making, you know, razzing them. And, like, it was, it was kind of talking about, like, why are these why are these now grown adults having such a hard time adjusting in the real world? I think there's guiding your kids through things in life
2: and there's doing it for them. Yeah. And there's a huge difference and it's very easy to slip into that. I know lots of kids who are Sarah's age and even Ethan's age and younger who my kid has a homework project. Well, that means I'm going to do it.
3: Mm. Why?
2: Let your kid do their own damn homework. And if they don't do it, they need to learn the consequences of a bad grade. Like, Don't do it for them. That's that's why the teacher gave it to them. Trust that the teacher was educated enough to understand that the level of homework that she's giving that child is appropriate for that child. If you don't like it... You go up and you talk to the teacher and say, this is my concern. Mm-hmm. Sally doesn't seem to have a problem with it other than the fact that she wants to watch TV all day and doesn't want to do homework, but that's <laughs> typical for a kid. Yeah. But it's my problem. Explain to me the rationale why a six-year-old has an hour's worth of homework every night so that I understand it in that way, because it's not our school experience anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, like, totally. it's going to be different. It's yeah. going to be different. And I think for some reason, our generation is, is of that group who still sticks with I should be able to do what I grew up with.
0: Right. And, and you nostalgia. just can't
2: because everything is so different at this level. Also,
0: nostalgia is a weird beast. It, we always remember it being better than it was. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> is Thaddeus okay, Eric?
2: Oh,
1: yeah, he, he's okay. He, he was napping and he woke up and he never seems to wake up in the best mood. Yeah. But, uh, he's sitting on my lap now. and oh, So if you buddy. hear a weird noise, that's probably him.
3: <laughs> oh.
1: Um. But yeah, he's good
0: all He's right okay. well that does it for a show we're done so okay. thanks to alpha geek radio for letting us uh, broadcast this live uh on channel one we do that every, every well we try to do it when i don't have strep throat <laughs> every wednesday um and also choremonster.com for sponsoring this episode go over to choremonster.com if you haven't already and and check out their awesome app Uh, if you are interested in meeting other nerd parents, you can head on over to forum.myextralife.com. We have a nice little group of, of parents over there discussing a variety of topics. And if you want to contact us, you can send us an email directly at nerdparents at gmail.com, or you could go to the website, nerdparents.com with all the show notes of everything we talked about. Uh, you can follow us all on Twitter. You can find me at Nicole Spag. You can find, uh, I was going to call you Cleo, Carrie at Coffee Please at C O F F E E P L Z and Eric, say spell your. I only have Eric at Eric, but I need I need you to Eric Mahler. That's
1: E R I C M A H L E R.
0: All right. And just a friendly reminder, you can still use the code nerdparents for 30% off over at strongholdgames.com. Uh our good friend Dan uh sends in a seg- gaming segment all the time and he has some great board game suggestions and he was able to get us a 30% discount. So nerdparents, woohoo. Yay. Um all right, that does it for a show. So for me, for Eric, and for Carrie, thank you so much for hanging out with us, and we'll talk with you in a week. Bye.
5: Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Hello fellow nerd parents, this is Dan.
4: And this is Lauren.
5: And here's your weekly board game recommendation. Today we're going to talk about a cute card game by Stronghold Games called...
4: Crazy Creatures of Dr. Gloom.
5: Crazy Creatures of Dr. Gloom, or if you're not in the United States, it might be able to be found as Dr. Doom, but since we have a copyrighted supervillain with the same name, it's called Dr. Gloom over here. It's a card game for two to four players, ages seven and up, and plays in about 20 minutes.
4: In the game, all players are going to try and get rid of all their monster cards in their hand. Any cards you do not get rid of will give you penalty points at the end of the round. Depending on how many players, you will start with either 10 or 12 cards in your hand at the beginning of the round.
5: The cards are in four colors, each representing a different monster, and each monster card will have a value from 1 to 6. There will be four machines on a table with a plus or a minus symbol on them in each of the four colors. This is where you play your cards to.
4: On your turn, you play a card to one of the machines. If the machine has a plus on it, you have to play a number card of that color higher than the last one played. If it is a negative symbol, then you play a card lower.
5: If you play a card with the same number, you can either flip the machine card so it has the opposite symbol, meaning a plus becomes a minus and vice versa. Or you can make one of your opponents take a card in in their hand from the reserve pile.
4: A round ends when either one person has played all of their monster cards or all players have passed because they cannot play a card. Then you add up your penalty points in your hand and then shuffle and deal up the next round.
5: After you play the number of rounds equal to the number of players, the player with the least amount of penalty points is the winner. It's a real quick and light game. It's real easy to teach and real easy to learn. what what do you think of this game?
4: I think it is very fun. I even taught it to some people. I taught it to my friend Evan. He thinks it's really fun now it's just amazing I've how... Seen some,
5: I've seen yeah. some game days where you were actually even teaching adults how to play this. So yeah. it's it's a real easy game Sometimes. to teach and it is yeah. a lot of fun. Also, Nerd Parents, don't forget to use the coupon code NERDPARENTS, all one word, at strongholdgames.com to save 30% on your entire order. This offer is only good to the end of June, so please be sure to take advantage of it soon. And we'll see you next time. Bye!
2: Okay, Colin, come here. Come on over. You can say hi. He's here. sitting here going, can I talk now? Oh, hi, Colin. Say, hey, I'm going to let you listen. Here, I'm going to take the headset off of you. You've been a good boy, Now I want you to listen, and I want you to say hi, okay? Mm. Say hi. hi. I don't know if you guys Hi, hi Colin. Uh-oh. Hello. Oh, no. There's Thaddeus. There's Thaddeus? That's Eric's baby. Can you say hi to Thaddeus? Say hi, guys.
0: Hi, guys. Good
2: job. <laughs> here you go. Go go play video games. Go ahead, go melt your mind.
0: Yay. Yay! Mind melting. This podcast
5: is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.